Kia ora. How's everybody doing this morning? Yeah, kete pehi a koe. Kete nge Kete nge nge ho. A little bit, a little bit tired. But no, I'm good. I'm good. It's so good to see everybody. Um, I, I'm just going to dive straight into it this morning. It's awesome. Yeah. David, can you fire up that first picture for me? That would be amazing. Thank you. Fantastic team. Let's give the team that are back there a big round of applause. They're amazing. These guys, um, well, and chicks, when there's chicks there as well. I say guys in a uh, very generic way. Um, they're incredible incredible at um, helping things tick along during the service. So we really appreciate everybody who serves in every area, obviously. So, yeah. Anyway, woo, there we go. It's this cute little picture. Um, treasure map. Some binoculars and a compass and a magnifying glass. Um, I've been thinking about the way mankind is fascinated with hidden treasures. I don't know about you, but I, it's always just been a thing in me that I'm fascinated with hidden treasure. These buried treasure and people go out and they look for things with metal detectors or they go mining for gold or, or diamonds. Um, there's a historical lost treasure like the Aztecs or the pyramids or archaeological finds that just blow my mind. It's amazing. Um, there's sunken treasure like the Titanic or one that I read about recently, the Black Swan. Wow, apparently it's like the biggest find ever. Um, Spanish gold. There's games, traditions, and sale tactics that we base around uh, hidden treasures. So, for instance, escape rooms, amazing race, um, ad advent calendars, they're a hidden treasure thing. Um, Lego, I just, yep, promo Lego, they're a great brand. Um, they're not sponsoring this morning. Um, <laughs> Lego minifigure blind bags. You know, I don't know about you, but we always like go for a little bit of a feel if we're buying if there's a specific one we want. I wanted Kermit. I found him. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, it was a bit of a hidden treasure. Had to hunt for a while. My family were very patient while they waited <laughs> for me to get him. Anyway, that's a digression. Um, when you go down to the beach and there's those sand digs and people are like digging to try and find the treasure in their allotted plot. Um, there's books that are based around hidden treasure. The Da Vinci Code, Treasure Island, the famous five books. Oh my gosh. They're all about hidden treasures and adventures. Um, movies. There's the Monuments Men, which is like based on real life hidden treasure moments. Indiana Jones, which, no, I don't think that's real life. Uh, Lara Croft, National Treasure. None of those necessarily real life, but they're, they're birthed out of mankind's desires for hidden treasures. And I just... I. It's so exciting. It's fascinating. It's incredible. Now, what I want you to do, wherever you're sitting, if you're able, if not, get somebody else to look for you. Just look under your chair. There's some gold dots. Who got a gold dot? Yeah, you got a gold dot? 
come and grab a come and grab a treasure because you got a hidden treasure. Hey, <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> first and first, if there's a dairy-free version, wine gums. It is not, however, vegetarian because it has gelatin in it. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Some hidden treasures. Oh, okay. If you've got some empty seats beside you, I would be recommending you look because there's still three that have not been found. Still three. Yeah, Hamish is down on his knees. He's looking for the hidden treasure. Come on, Hamish. Yeah. (laughs) Keep looking, Caleb. There's still three. There's still two more to find, guys. Oh, my gosh. There's still some more hidden treasure. Nice. (laughs) Boring. Uh. <laughs> it's all right, bossy britches. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, well, let's just babe, babe. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, he does want one, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, Dennis. Hey. Oh, Caleb. Nice. What wine do you want? Nice. Nice. Oh, do you know what? There's still a hidden treasure out there. If you find it after the service, come and let me know. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yes, I'm stuck to the stage now. Um, if we know there is a treasure hidden, we hunt. It's like what we do, right? It's fun. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but treasure hunts are so much fun. When I was a kid, I loved doing a treasure hunt. As a parent, I loved making my kids a treasure hunt or an Easter egg hunt at Easter, doing things just for the fun of it because it's fun to hide some little treasures around and then encourage your children to find them. Um, op shopping. Anybody here like op shopping? Come on, fess up. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we need to have like an op shopping outing. But op shopping is like an adult version of treasure hunts, isn't it? Really? It's you're going in and you. I I love Crown Lynn, and I go into op shops and find Crown Lynn plates that kind of go with the ones that I have. I have this mismatched set of Crown Lynn plates that my kids are like, Ugh. but I think they're awesome because they're New Zealand art, and it's a form of treasure that I am finding in these places when we go hunting, and it's so cool. Um, Isaiah forty-five verse three, the New Living Translation says. And I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do this so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. He gives us treasures hidden and secret treasures hidden in the darkness so that we will know him. That's why he gives us treasures. So what kind of treasures are hidden in the darkness? I have a little bit of a side story to tell you here. When I was a kid, um, I remember we've got like this covered porch outside our house when I was a child. And our cat uh, was playing with a mouse because that's what they do. They find a mouse and then they play with it. And they were playing with the mouse and we didn't really think anything of it. You just make sure they're locked outside still. Um, and then uh, the next day, my dad gets up and, and goes out, same porch, and um, puts on his gumboots. 
Who knows where this is going? Tony called it. Uh, Tony, okay, sorry, whoever finds the hidden treasure later, Tony called it. <laughs> there was a mouse in the gumboot. Sounds like Tony's had that happen before. So the cat, in amongst playing with the mouse, had fired it up and it had gone directly into my father's gumboot. And when he put his foot in, mm-mm, mm-mm, that is not the kind of treasure you want to find hidden in the darkness. Um, that's not a secret rish. Rish? Rich. But that's just a little picture of there's things hidden and we can find them. And no, we don't want to find mice and gumboots. But it's just a funny story to help you remember things hidden in the darkness that that we can find. Um, I was recently talking to somebody who um, gave me permission to share this story, just so you know. Um, They uh, were working once a week many years ago, in a shoe shop, and they were selling shoes, and every day, or the the one day a week that they were in this shop, the uh, blessings that came upon that shop were just mind-blowing, like there was, um, forgive me if I'm telling it wrong, but there was um, a huge amount of intake, financial intake, that one day a week, and the owners were like, what? This is really unusual. Why is this one day a week so profitable in comparison to the others? This is very, very unusual. And they were puzzled by it. Do you know what? 20 years later, this person found out that that was the exact building where their grandfather had owned a profitable, uh, prosperous bakery. And during the war, he had, instead of taking people's coupons for uh, their food, he would just give bread away. And there were queues of people that he was just giving bread away to. And that is the kind of treasure and secret hidden thing that we might not ever know about. We are investing into the future generations. That's a hidden secret treasure. There are things that you might never know that will come out of your life. That grandfather, he might have prayed for his family in the future. He might have prayed for his grandchildren. He might have prayed prosperity. The people that got given the bread may have prayed and blessed him for being so generous. There's, it's just mind-blowing to think about all of the things that may have led to that situation taking place. But so many years later, so many years later, this person discovered that where they had been blessed at work was the same place that their father had blessed. Isn't that cool? That's such an incredible story of a generational hidden treasure. So when we go out into our lives, into the world, And whatever decisions we make, whatever prayers we sow, we don't know the impact. We don't know the things that will happen down the track. You might be doing one thing here and you might think it's insignificant or it's just a small little seed that you're sowing. But actually God's like, well, I've got a surprise for you. There's a hidden treasure for people two generations down the track from now that are going to prosper because of this. How cool is that? Yes. (laughs) Are we aware that we have that inheritance? Am I aware that I can walk in the inheritance of my father because I'm his child, I'm his heir? Is there something that we've been given, but it's hidden? 
So we've already been given it. And God's patiently waiting. It's like when you've got a kid on a treasure hunt, often the little ones don't, they kind of walk around and go like this. And they expect to see it. But you're like, come on, come on, just, just have a little look over here maybe. Just, just look, oh my gosh, what's over there besides a bush? And sometimes I think God's like that with us. He's like, come on, come on. There's a hidden treasure over here for you. Just, just come, come over a little bit and have a wee, a wee look. I've got this treasure here for you. It's hidden. It's just over there. And I want you to find it. He wants us to find his hidden treasures. He wants us to discover discover his goodness. He wants us to know him. He wants us to know the blessings. He's always with us. He still is with us. So he's always been with us. He still is with us. And he always will be with us when we open our lives and our hearts to him. So whether there's things in the past, the present or the future, there is blessing because we are connected to the king and we are his ears. Amen? Yeah. In KIC, we talk about journey, wisdom, freedom. Um, So we're all on a journey of discovery together. That's what we believe. And when we journey together, we can discover hidden realities. So it's like, it's, if it's a hidden reality, it's something that's there. It's like my handbag's there and it's got stuff in it. What's actually there in my wallet is, yeah, yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's a handbag, man. That thing is like Mary Poppins bag. Um, but, <laughs> but there is, um, there are things in there, there are real, they're realities, but they're hidden. You can't see them. It doesn't mean they're not there. They're there. It's just you haven't seen them yet. There are hidden realities. So we can have hidden realities exposed to us through the goodness of God as we journey together and discover together. Wisdom. Proverbs 2 says, Seek and search for wisdom as if it's a hidden treasure. <laughs> Seek and search for wisdom as if it's a hidden treasure. When I was a kid, I walked down the street one day. I can still kind of visualize the area that I was in. And um, I found a $5 note. I'm almost 50, so $5 note was like a big deal back then. I know now you're just like, oh, that's just a coffee. <laughs> but actually, a $5 note was a big deal. And I mean, some people, it's still a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. It's money. But I was like, oh, my gosh, I found a $5 so excited. Do you know what I did after that? I walked around like this. Everywhere I went as a kid, I looked at the ground because I wanted to find some more money. Do you know what? I found a $20 note. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was a kid. What kid finds a $20 note on the street and hands it in? Come on. It's like, will we let our wisdom treasure be found by chance or will we let our wisdom treasure be found by being deliberate? Are we going to keep looking deliberately for the treasure of wisdom that God has promised us? It takes deliberate choice. Like as a kid, if I'd gone, cool, $5, woo, my life is made, then I never would have looked down again and I never would have found the 20 Are we going to be deliberate and keep looking? I'm not saying walk around looking down. 
Mm -mm, that's not what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. Be deliberate about looking for the wisdom that he gives because he is the giver of all things good. Amen? Yeah. Freedom. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now, some people will look at this and they'll immediately go that I might not sin against God. But do you know what? Jesus covered everything. So this verse and hiding his word in my heart is not about condemnation, but it's about freedom because it empowers me not to abuse grace, but to stand in his grace and it helps me to thrive in life because I can stand knowing that I have freedom in him, knowing that I am forgiven. And when I choose to let his word abide in me, it strengthens me. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That means that I can stand going, yeah, yeah, I'm covered like we sung by the almighty God. Yes, we have freedom. We have freedom. His kindness brings us to repentance. Romans 2.4, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? It's for our goodness, our good, that God calls us to greater things. It's not for condemnation but it's to stand in the freedom knowing that we are covered, forgiven, completely, completely free. And it's because he's kind. It's because of his kindness that we can choose to change our minds. Yeah. Jeremiah 33.3. New Living Translation. Thanks, David. <clears throat> Ask me. And I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Indiana Jones, here we come. <laughs> Love this verse. Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. So we'll just jump backwards. Jeremiah, when this verse is in Jeremiah 33, Jeremiah was in captivity. Um. The reason he was in captivity, and this is hilarious, um, but the people and the king didn't like the prophecies that he was bringing. <laughs> and they were like, can somebody do something about that guy? <laughs> and so they put him in prison. I'm so glad that we don't get put in prison for things that we say anymore, right? Otherwise, I'd probably still be there. Um, <laughs> but they, they were like, speak to the hand. We don't want to hear it. Just take him away. So that whole what's going on there is G Jeremiah was in prison when he felt God say this. And the whole message in this chapter is about God's goodness and wanting to bring restoration to the people. It's about God's goodness. It's about his kindness because his kindness leads us to repentance his, the whole thing talks about restoring the ruins, compassion on the people, restoring them to their intended blessings. Shoe shops and bakeries. Yeah. <laughs> restoring us to him or them as it was to him. 
because by restoring them to him, that is where the blessings were. I'll read uh, verses 6 to 9 from the message. Jeremiah 33, verses 6 to 9. But now take another look. I'm going to give the city a thorough renovation. Jesus for Kapiti. Amen. Ah, working a true healing inside and out. I'm going to show them life whole, life brimming with blessings. I'll restore everything that was lost to Judah and Jerusalem. I'll build everything back as good as new. I'll scrub them clean from the dirt they've done against me. I'll forgive everything they've done, forgive all their rebellions. And Jerusalem will be the center of joy and praise and glory for all the countries on the earth. They'll get reports on all the good I'm doing for her. They'll be in awe of the blessings I am pouring on her. Turn it off. Uh, I won't mic drop, but I will turn it off. <laughs> uh, that it's just such an astounding verse because these people who were like anti God, anti God, and Jeremiah's in prison because of what he was saying. These people are like, God's just saying, "Come on, I actually want to restore you to me. I want to bless you. I want you to know me." So then we jump back to Jeremiah 33 again. Uh, sorry, 33.3. The NIV says, Call to me, and I will answer you and show answer and show you great and unsearchable things you do not know. So the translation of unsearchable there is things that are cut off, things that are inaccessible, or things that are isolated. I don't know if you've ever been to places like the Catlins. Oh my gosh, I love the Catlins so much. It's pretty isolated down there. <laughs> um, there's places in New Zealand that are stunning but inaccessible, like Tunnel Beach was down in Dunedin. It was inaccessible, a stunning, stunning beach. And the guy that owned the land there got people to carve a tunnel down to the beach because it was inaccessible and he wanted to use that beach and access it for his family that were living there. It's just like, what? Um, so it was cut off. It was inaccessible. It was isolated. And he made a way. And that's what God does for us. He's like, there's this awesome place that I want you to discover in me. And I'm going to just build you a tunnel to get there. How cool is that? So cool. When Ella was at primary school, I asked her permission to share this story. Don't worry. <laughs> um, we had been to Australia on sabbatical and taken the kids to... Um, the theme parks, and Ella had splashed out and bought this Superman sweatshirt. It was like the thing, and it was so cool. I still really liked it. To be honest, I was a little bit sad when Brie grew out of it, and it no longer could stay in the family, and I had to get rid of it. But it was a cool, cool sweatshirt. Um, she was at school, and she lost it, and she was like, because... It had cost a lot of money for her, and she was like, God, she asked. She was like, God, I need to find my sweatshirt. I've lost it, and I really like that sweatshirt. Can you, can you tell me where it is? This story happened like she's almost 22, 
So the story happened at least 10, probably 12 years ago now. But it still impacts my heart because she said, God, where's my sweatshirt? <clears throat> Side note, it was hidden. Just, you know, in case you're missing this point. Um, <laughs> it was lost. It was hidden. And she said, where is it? And she felt God tell her one word, library. And she was like, I haven't been to the library. She had not been to the school library since she'd lost it. And she was like, what? And she's like, okay. So, you know what? She was like, I'll follow the prompting. She went to the library. Guess where her sweatshirt was? <laughs> it was in the library. God knew where it was. He knew where her sweatshirt was. He knew that it was important to a 10-year-old to find that sweatshirt that she'd splashed out on, that she, like, loved. He knew that was important. And he said to her, I know that you've got this treasure and it is hidden from you at the moment and I want to show you where it is. <gasps> I love, I've shared that story in Kids Out in Ignite just so the kids can understand. They can ask God about anything, anytime, anywhere. And God wants to answer. He wants to show us hidden things. In the message, it says, the same verse, Call to me and I will answer you. I'll tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. Ella could never have figured that out on her own. She was trying to think about all the places she'd been, but somebody else must have picked it up and then just dumped it in the library and God knew straight away. Marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. He wants to reveal those to us. He wants to reveal them to us. He wants to reveal them to us for His glory. He wants to reveal them to us for our good. And He wants to reveal them to us for our community's good. So it's not just about us. It's not just about getting hidden treasures for us. It's about getting hidden treasures so that he will be glorified, so that we will thrive and prosper, and so that we can serve our community. Yeah? The amplified vision. The amplified vision says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. If you can't distinguish something, then you can't decipher it by yourself. So I immediately think of like invisible ink and black light as the only thing that will expose what is written under invisible ink. It can't be deciphered by yourself unless you have the black light. God is the black light. He's the one that helps us to decipher the undecipherable. He's the one that opens these doors of hidden treasures to us. I'll just quickly run through four points. So this verse, Jeremiah 33.3. Can you chuck it up on the screen, please? Thank you. Um, it says, call upon or ask me. So number one, call upon, ask me. The different versions obviously use different words. Ask me, call upon. So that's us. We just need to ask. 
not too complicated then, is it? <laughs> we just need to ask. Just pray. Just talk. That's all prayer is. It's just talking to God. And he doesn't care where we do it. He doesn't need us to be on our knees when we do it. He just says, just talk to me. I want to talk to you. Which goes on to the next point. I will tell. I will tell you. He's going to talk to us. So we just need to listen. Like Ella listening to that one word, library. And it being completely off the wall for her, but she followed. We just need to listen. The next part is, I will show or reveal the remarkable secrets. So if he's going to show or reveal things to us, we need to be willing to see them, not only willing to hear them. We actually have to have a willing spirit so that we can um, see what he's bringing across our path. Have our spiritual eyes open as we walk. And then he's going to show us average everyday secrets. Mm -mm. He's not going to show us average everyday secrets. He's going to show us remarkable secrets. There's other versions use the words great, mighty, wondrous, marvelous, remarkable, unsearchable. Man, I'm in for some of them. That's like, oh my gosh. It's like Indiana Jones real life, guys. <laughs> I haven't seen that new movie, by the way. Good, good. Okay, all right. <laughs> he wants to show us great, mighty, wondrous, marvelous, remarkable, unsearchable things. Are we expectant for those great, mighty, marvelous, remarkable things? Show me, God. Show me your great, mighty, remarkable things. Show them to me. There's that saying, you know, the older I get, the less I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, because I need, it's like we grow in an awareness of how much of his revelation we need every single day. I need his revelation. Show me your great, mighty, wonderful, marvelous revelation, God. Show it to me. Daily. It's like that whispers game that you played when you're kids. If Lawrence whispers something in my ear <laughs> and it wasn't just <laughs> um, I'm close to the source. I can hear it. But if whatever he said then got passed around everybody, everybody whispering in each other's ears, by the time it got to the end, it's very distorted normally. We've got to stay close to the source. Close to the source. Not that Lawrence is our source. God is our source. <laughs> God is our source. He is the one. We stay close to him. Stay close to the source. Trust the source. Trust those one word answers. Trust the little nuggets of revelation that he gives us. Trust them. Because if he is our source and we are close to him and we're connected to him, then we can continue to move with that. He's going to reveal his secrets to us because he loves us. 
<laughs> and our journey for each person is going to look very different. It's not like cut and dried. We're not, not all going to walk out and, and find treasure under our seats or like, you know. <laughs> Everybody's journey is different. Whether your treasure is seeing impact and influence in the community, whether your treasure is finding his presence in the midst of suffering, whether your treasure is finding the marvellous in amongst the mundane, whatever your treasure is that God is un, uh, unearthing for you, whatever he is revealing, whatever he is giving you revelation about, if it's your treasure, then it's your treasure. Nobody else can take that away from you because he's given it to you. And we're all on this journey together. So the cool thing is, is that when we're all discovering his treasures, then we actually are all walking around with these giant treasure chests. Because I'm an heir of the king. And he's got all of this treasure for me. Treasure of revelation, treasure of awareness of his presence, treasure of discernment. There's so many treasures. There's things that he just wants to say to us. A little treasure that will shift our day, shift our week, shift our life. Wherever you're at on your journey, he's got great, marvelous, wondrous, incredible, beautiful treasures for you to find. He made us curious to discover these things. Embrace it. Embrace your curiosity with God and allow yourself to keep looking for wisdom. Embrace the childlike faith and continue to hunt for treasure in him. Do you know what I love the most about this verse? Can we just chuck it back up again? And I'll finish here. Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. He's giving hope. No matter where you're at, if you take this verse and hold on to it and allow it to be planted in your heart and your life, he's giving you hope. He's saying, ask me. I want to give you hope. Ask me. There are remarkable secrets that I have for you. You don't know what's going to come, but ask me. Ask me. There is hope and excitement that we can walk with because of his goodness and his desire to bless us and say, is there treasure? Just, just come, just look over here. Just, just look over there. Just listen, incline our ear to the inclining of God's head. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would help all of us, no matter where we're at on our journey, to discover the wisdom that you give, to discover the hidden treasures that you give.
to discover the freedom that you have given us, to walk in the identity of the heir that we are to you, to your throne. I'm your child. Help us to walk and discover all of these things, fresh revelation every day. Help us not to rest on yesterday's revelation, but instead to find new revelation in you, God. God, help us to lean into you for hope for the future. Because no matter what is going on here, God, you have good things just around the corner if we just keep looking. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm.